0: You're listening to Scalae Sisters, special episode number one. Welcome to Scalae Sisters, the podcast for the classical homeschooling mama who seeks to learn and grow while she's helping her children learn and grow. Scalae Sisters is a casual conversation about topics that matter to those of us in the trenches of classical homeschooling who yearn for something more than just checking boxes and getting it all done. I'm your host, Brandy Vensel. You can find me at Afterthoughts, that's my main blog, and also teaching reading with Bob books, which is where I keep my line of printable phonics lessons. You can hear more from me on my other podcast, Aftercast. My co-hosts today are Misty Winkler and Pam Barnhill. Misty is a second-generation homeschooler with five kids and too many projects. She writes about practical classical homeschooling at Simply Convivial and about organizing attitudes at Simplified Organization. Pam is an author, speaker, blogger at pambarnhill.com, and you'll probably recognize her from her two popular podcasts, Homeschool Snapshots and Your Morning Basket. This episode is sponsored by Charlotte Mason Bootcamp. Want to whip those Charlotte Mason muscles into shape? This intense six week Charlotte Mason Bootcamp does just that. It'll take that philosophical flab and turn it into nothing less than confidence. It'll give you all the growing, stretching, and strengthening you've been looking for. Charlotte Mason Bootcamp fills up fast. To get on the interest list, go to afterthoughtsblogs.net slash and sign up. Today we're talking about summer. Instead of letting summer slowly slip through our fingers, we can leverage summer and set ourselves up for greater success in our upcoming homeschool years. And you don't have to do it alone. Today, we School sisters announced something special for summer. And so, without further ado, let's get to it! Today's episode does not start off with a A RDA, and I'm trying to not be OCD and move past that. <laughs> um, so this is our special episode because because it is because we wanted <laughs> we- to do a
1: special episode
0: without a A RDA.
1: <laughs>
0: you need to give me some time to finish yeah. some books here. We're slacking have a school ARDA again and we just didn't want her to be in the dog <laughs> That house for is so time. not true. <laughs> <laughs> so we called it special. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is special. This is special because we're making an announcement rather than just talking about a topic, right? That's what makes it special? Yes. Yes. All right. So who's going to do the announcement?
2: Well, we're not going to do it yet. We're going to make them wait till the end.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is like a little neener neater We're going to make an announcement. Yeah. So you need to listen yeah. to the whole thing to find it.
2: <laughs> Either that or know how to use the fast forward button on your podcast app. But yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't hack this for them.
2: <laughs> hey, listeners,
1: I got your back.
0: <laughs> Man. We've got
1: some great ways to leverage your summer.
0: Exactly. That's our topic. And our special announcement is somewhat connected to that. And that's the only mysterious thing I'm going to say because mystery is Misty's expertise, not mine. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to leverage our summers. And so, Pam, you're going to start us off. How are you going to leverage your summer in order to optimize for homeschool in the fall? And we don't mean planning. No. Obviously, a lot of us plan in the summer. But we're actually talking about, not not about planning, other things.
2: Oh, so you're just completely shutting me down.
0: <laughs> I can't talk about <laughs> homeschool planning at all. <laughs> okay. I'm in trouble.
2: She is not getting a plug-in for that product. No, we're not going to let her talk about planning.
0: <laughs> I just meant to manage expectations that we actually do mean other than sitting down and mapping out your school year. Um, I didn't mean you're not allowed to say the word planning. Though that would be fun to see you try to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before
2: I start planning my year, I have to think about...
0: (laughs) Nice, nice.
2: No, okay. So seriously, in all seriousness, summer is actually... What's so great about summer is when you think about the fact that homeschooling is really a part-time job, a full-time job, sometimes it feels like a full-time job. For most of us, I mean we really do get something of a break in the summertime, you know it's like Amen. I feel it, and I made the mistake last week of uh, counting up the number of days we had done, so my intention was to go through this Friday, so we're recording this uh may 25th and my intention was to go to tomorrow, <laughs> and I counted up my number of days and we had enough. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, that is funny. <laughs> and we just stopped. <laughs>
2: oh my gosh! Yay for I mean, consistency. It's like
0: last day of school. Wow.
2: <laughs> we had enough days, and we've been doing swim lessons, and so I'm like, oh, we're doing PE every day. We did music, we did math tutoring, but I feel so relieved. You know, there's just some. I feel like I have so much time on my hands that I didn't have before. And, you know, the beautiful thing about this is I get excited about what can I do with all this extra time I have on my hands. And so it's such a perfect time to use the time wisely and think about uh, Misty has her homeschool uh, brain dump.
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. The Homeschool audit.
2: Yes. Thank you, Misty. It, the homeschool audit this we've got to link to this in the show notes, because I think every homeschool mom needs to be doing this homeschool audit and going back through the year and looking at what went well and looking at what went wrong and thinking about, I've got for us, it really boils down to about six weeks. See, this is why I get to stop when I want to because we only take six weeks for the summer. Mm-hmm. It really boils down to about six weeks and I can be purposeful and intentional about what I'm going to be doing next year. So for me, one of the things that I really want to think about this summer, one of the things that I have been thinking about already, and I really want to put it into some concrete action this summer, is thinking about relationships. So my role in my homeschool, as the leader of my homeschool, as the homeschool mom, as the person kind of, I I like to call it driving the train, how do I need to focus on relationships to make my homeschool better? Because, you know, I'm pretty organized. I always come up with a really good plan. You know, I've gotten really realistic about my, uh, about my homeschool plan and it works for us. I don't mix things up too much because what I have really does work for us. And so I've got so many pieces kind of in place, but I think that the number one thing that's going to help our year go better is when I think about the relationships that I have with my kids. That's kind of what I'm starting to think about and focus on this summer. And I have about three things that I think are important when it comes to these relationships that I'm working on, that I've been thinking a lot about. And I'm not going to tell because it's kind of part of our big announcement at the end. But I've been thinking about these three things and how can I take them and put them into actionable steps so that I could be prepared to use them in my homeschool next year to, to make it better.
0: So, do so Misty and I get to know the three things? Or do we have to wait? I'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah, you know, everybody has to wait. I'm not telling
2: you right now.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, she told us on Voxer earlier this week, Brandy.
2: <laughs> you were obviously not paying attention.
0: Okay, so unlike other people on this show, I'm still teaching school for three weeks. Ooh. <laughs> so, because you didn't start early enough. <laughs> Two people are relaxed, and one of us is very high-strung right now. <laughs> so, I'm not naming any names, but do you see how I'm getting more shrill as this show goes on? (laughs) That's all right. In the middle of July, you'll be saying neener, neener, because we'll be starting up. That's true. Neener, neener. It's 108 degrees, and I have nothing to do. And you guys are so (laughs) jealous of me. You should really start school. That's why I do it. Yep. (laughs) Oh, old habits die hard. I'm telling you. Something about summer. I just want to lay next to the pool so
1: brandy what are you going to do while laying by the pool to leverage your summer
0: well this week i put out the first of my two book lists because you know one of my big things is reading in the summer in order to restore our reserves so i did my first list this year was the mother culture summer reading list and then i'm gonna do the mother's education course reading list in a week or two I mean, laying by the pool and reading, they go hand in hand, right? So that for sure. But there is also, like Pam, I mysteriously have something I've been thinking about for a long time. (laughs) Um, I feel like I need background music. Um, Anyway, so for me, one of the things I've been thinking about is the whole concept of masterly inactivity and we talk a lot, right, about virtue being between two extremes. And so I've been thinking, first of all, about what it is and what it isn't, because I really think that when we say virtues between two extremes, we're making those distinctions, right? We're saying, well, it's not this, and it's not this, it is this, and this is the intersection of those two of the strengths of those two errors or whatever. So I've been thinking about that a lot. And I've been rereading a lot of Charlotte Mason as I've worked on my Charlotte Mason boot camp this year. And I just came to this realization. I think before I just thought of masterly inactivity as this side thing. Like it was good advice for mothers, which it is. But the more I read it, the more I decided that I actually think it's Charlotte Mason's entire paradigm. And I started seeing the same thing in so many classical educators that I was reading. They didn't call it that, obviously, but that was the demeanor The teacher was both inactive and masterly. So what I've been trying to work out in my mind are practices that allow that to happen. Because, for example, with the masterly, there's a really heightened awareness of what's going on. But I can be the kind of person who is not aware of their surroundings. (laughs) Um, And so trying to, I'm really hammering out over the next few weeks practices of mindfulness that I think will allow me to put the masterly back into the inactivity so it's not just negligence. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyhow, so that's kind of what I'm, besides the reading, that's kind of what I'm focusing on as far as thoughts and practices for the summer that I want to be able to carry through the fall. I know one of the things we talked about this afternoon before this was we can build new we can explore new practices and habits in the summer while we don't have all these pressures of school and kind of iron them out so that then we can carry them through the school year right so
2: definitely Mm
0: -hmm.
2: i'm so glad you're going to be talking about this topic because hint hint i just gave something away (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, see, if you if you there are Easter eggs everywhere, if you catch them, um, because I am glad. Well, first of all, for me to know once and for all what this whole masterly inactivity thing is, but also for there to be a really good explanation out there, because this is one of those things that so many people don't understand completely in Charlotte Mason.
0: hmm. yeah. It's definitely one of the misused terms out there. There's a handful of them, and that is a big one.
1: Yeah, it's confusing.
0: It is. It really is. It gets mixed up because there definitely is this high value on children having time alone to sit and think. And then there's this concept of the teacher being masterfully inactive. Somehow those two things get mixed up as if the kids were being masterfully inactive, which is not the case. But it's easy to conflate the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, Yes, I'm excited. So
1: it's kind of like how to not be negligent while also not being overbearing, right? That's the whole talk. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. The end. <laughs>
0: Thanks a lot. <laughs> okay, maybe there's a little more to it than that, but anyway.
1: All right.
2: Misty?
1: Yeah.
0: What about you, Misty?
1: Oh, well, one of the things we're doing this summer is working on our chore housework habits. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's one thing we're shoring up using our summer to shore up while there's that extra focus time. But as far as preparing myself for teaching next year, uh, you know, personality stuff has been on my mind kind of all year. Been really deep into that. So as I plan next year. I've been trying to think about how to set up the day, but mostly the morning. I think the morning is really key for setting the tone. How do I get the kids started on their day? How do I start my day to kind of bring our best selves forward? Because it's super easy, especially for my personality type, Mm -hmm. for the the TJ personalities to want
2: people to leave you alone forever and ever and ever until like noon and you're woke up.
1: Either leave you alone or do exactly what you say right away without question. Let's go. Come on. Let's get things done.
0: Steamroll. That everybody. too. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I, if you're in love with a couple of you people.
1: <laughs> if you're not going to leave me alone, you're going to do what I say and let's get rolling.
0: Well, I live in my office with the door closed. <laughs> You know, I I think, Misty, if I had a dollar
2: for every time I said, if you would just get this done, I could pay for Ivy League educations for all three of my children. If you would just get this done, we just need to get done. And sometimes I stop myself because I'm like, whoa, wait a second. Their whole memory of their entire education is going to be their mom saying, just get this done. It's horrible.
0: What did you learn in school today? The value of getting stuff done. <laughs> <laughs> How to drive my mother crazy. <laughs> oh, they knew
2: that already. But sometimes, you know, I just have to watch myself because I'm constantly saying that. Just get this done. <laughs> it's like it's mm-hmm. education is something to just finish and move on and, you know. <sighs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail
1: your... Um, no, that I think if we can find ways to work with our personality instead of against it and also work with our kids' personalities. We can have that better dynamic that we want, but it's so, so easy to slip into old habit patterns of how we interact. And so I'm kind of using the summer to break some of those patterns and try to establish new ones and figuring out how I, as that get-things-done personality can still go into that mode for myself while not coming across to my children, my more sensitive children Ah, ah. as attacking them. When I go into, let's just get this done. I feel all energized and happy, but I actually come across to them as almost attacking which is totally not what I mean, or even it doesn't even cross my mind that that's how I'm coming across. And then sometimes their different moods or ways of being come across to me in ways they don't intend to So I'm kind of looking at those dynamics that are going on in our home and trying to figure out how I can set things up to make sure we're communicating clearly and all able to get into our zone without the other you know, just kind of ruining the mood.
0: <laughs> hmm. I was actually thinking about your personality stuff, Misty, that if people haven't looked into your personality stuff, the summer's a good time to do that too because you're not studying up for school and everything and you have some time to maybe think about some other things.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, as I'm setting, I am doing my school planning using an amazing kit called Plan Your Year. <laughs> I love you, Misty. Check's in the mail. <laughs> 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 and um, you know, as I set up like their checklists or our time budget, all those different pieces, uh, when I can look at all that and think about how they're gonna perceive it or think about what stresses them out or what helps them work better, you know I can set up their school area or their checklist or, the way that we talk about school together uh, in ways that are going to help those relationships instead of steam. I mean, steamrolling is my temptation and my problem. <laughs> Other people might have different problems, but I'm working on how to set this up so that I don't steamroll everyone every morning. Mm-hmm.
2: If somebody else is sitting here wondering, well, I'm not a steamroller, but they're not quite keen on exactly what their issue might be.
0: Mm
1: hmm.
2: They don't have that level of self awareness that they realize that this is maybe what is causing them to go, causing their day to go off the rails. Then they need to go check out the homeschool personality post on Misty's site, because that I think is a pretty good indicator of what might be causing other people's days to go off the rail, um, mm-hmm. as opposed to steamrollers like Misty and myself.
1: <laughs> and there are usually different dynamics at play in a homeschool. So you have the mom's personality and the kid's personality. And, you know, maybe the mom wants everyone to be on board and is all about relationships all the time, ready to throw off anything and be spontaneous, drop everything, you know, that personality and their child is more of the business getting things done. And to her, maybe it comes across as her child is cold and doesn't care when really it's just a different way of approaching the work. Just looking at what kind of personality dynamics are happening can help us in our expectations for the school day and in knowing this common event that happens in our homeschool. When this happens, I as the mom can take the lead, take a big deep breath and direct the conversation and the action without escalating it or making it worse. Because I can see now what's going on, I can make a choice and calm the mood stop the fight, make things
0: lower the stress level, maybe?
1: Yeah, I can calm the stress and turn the day around the situation around. Whereas it's really easy to make to escalate the situation and make it worse instead of better. Yeah, for sure.
2: Okay, I'm completely sold. So I need to like, (laughs) I'm gonna go get all your personality stuff and download
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, this get this I like
2: it. I need to type my kids so I can figure out what they are. But yeah.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. t- you totally need to. I am um, actually was thinking also when we talk about leveraging summer was that uh, one of the things I've planned for this summer is I'm taking each of my kids out alone. I'd like to do it twice, but at least once. It depends on I haven't really worked out how many weeks exactly our summer is to figure out if I have time to do it twice. But anyway, one of the things I was using was that Misty, when you taught me that that fourth function is the de-stressing function, not to be confused with the distressing function. <laughs> 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 it's, it's an entirely different function. Uh, <clears throat> but I, I was actually thinking I'm gonna try to filter the options I give the child through that. Mm. In order to see if if I can create something that's a little bit more relaxing for the child or I don't know. Like I feel like a couple of my kids are ending the year a bit stressed out for some reason. Anyway, does that make sense? Mm hmm.
1: Hmm. This summer, I'm really excited, too, because uh, I have a playgroup. We started meeting when our oldest were just tiny babies. Oh, and some of the people in the playgroup actually were still pregnant. With their first, there was a whole bunch of us at church that were all having our first babies at the same time, and so we started a play group, and we've been mm. meeting once a week. My oldest is going to be fourteen this summer, so a very long time, and it, just this last school year, we stopped. <laughs> we had our play group broke up. It's so sad. Um, it was so sad just because you know our we had teenagers and they mm. couldn't spend a Wednesday morning just goofing off. yeah it was so it was time to give that up for a season but with the summer everyone's off of school the teenagers can totally goof off in the middle of the week so we're doing Mm -hmm. park days so every week this summer we're gonna meet let the kids go run at the park or a splash park or something and the moms sit around and talk and catch up and it's just a great time of fellowship for everyone the kids get to play and the moms just sit around and you know, we do things like swap lunch ideas and someone says, oh, you know, I we need to be working on this or, you know, we just do that oh, yeah. camaraderie stuff. It's just doing life together and commiserating right. and brainstorming and it's kind of like small talk, but not really because it's just the nitty gritty stuff of life. It's more meaningful than small talk. Right. It is.
2: Because you have a relationship.
1: Yeah. And if anything goes on in life when something bad happens, or just it's a stressful time or something. These are the people that are going to bring a meal or help out, you know, they'll be there. We know what's going on in each other's lives. So that kind of just talking about the small details of life is, I've really missed it during the school year. And so I'm looking forward to getting back to everyone over the summer.
0: So good. Yeah, giving up that playgroup might have been harder for you than your... um child children yeah Yeah, that's the
2: same kind of stuff uh we do it co-op you know each week when we meet and now in summer we've been doing swim lessons and so the kids are all in the pool under the care of certified swim instructors and the moms can sit up and chat on the patio and not even have to get up actually our swim instructor prefers it that way so (laughs) you know we're not allowed to go down to the pool and yell at people to pay attention (laughs) And uh, Michelle, my friend Michelle and I walk almost daily. I think having those friends and having that kind of camaraderie is another perfect thing for summer. Oh, oh, yeah. Jessica and I are actually going to get together over a couple weeks of summer before they head off on their big summer vacation. And we're going to watch some DVDs, some uh, like Homeschool Mama DVDs. So, Mm. Yeah. Oh,
0: Do you know cool. which ones you're watching?
2: Yeah, we're doing the uh, the uh, Simply Charlotte Mason set of DVDs mm. that Sonia has put together all about yeah. a Charlotte Mason education. So we're going to be watching that this summer.
0: Cool. Yeah. That's great. My friend
1: Kirstie and I have done that sort of thing in the summer, too. Uh, a couple of years ago, we let the kids play in the backyard and we watched the Adam Andrews. What is the Ooh, Teaching the Classics. Yes, we watched Teaching <gasps> the Classics together. It was nice because you could watch it, and it's good, but then turn it off and talk together and brainstorm about, okay, that's great. What would this actually look like for us and what we're doing? Right. That really helped us, I think, apply it and actually do it more than if we just watched it individually.
0: Yeah. I could totally see that. How do I put this? Because I love my relationship with you guys, obviously, and we talk all the time, but... I will say that my local friends also know my children well right? because they see my children. And so when we talk about trying to troubleshoot something, you guys have been extremely helpful in the past. So I'm not discounting that at all.
2: (laughs) Sure. Uh,
0: (laughs) But I'm thinking like there is this aspect of, you know, it's like if you are just friends with a wife and then there's marriage problems and you're like trying to help her, but you really can't envision the husband's side of the story at all because you've never met him. I feel like it's kind of like that. The highlight, if you will, of the, of the local relationships is that they're more familiar with the whole family. And so their advice that they might give is with that perspective of the whole instead of just the mom.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that is such a good point.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. you guys know my children through me. What I say about right. them, which may or may not be accurate. I would love to think that it was accurate, but you know, we've all been totally misunderstanding our child at one point or another. So,
2: yeah that that's <laughs> such a good point. I'm mean, that's 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 like bordering on profound. I like
0: it. Well, we're up to fifteen minutes of usable <laughs> material. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs>
1: Well, yet the real life friends know you, and they know they know all a much better picture of you. Also, right, not just the what I put out there, but you know they see you in different contexts, doing different kinds of things. You know, I think they just have more insights, probably even than we would like to realize. (laughs) Right, (laughs) more than we have about ourselves, probably. Just that third right. party perspective yeah. and your kids and your situation, you know, they just have a better idea of the community you're in, what's available to you, even, you know, what your home is like, what your family culture is like. And they just, when you have local friends, you have that whole picture perspective.
0: Hmm.
2: I want to know what you've been hiding from me, Misty. <laughs>
1: yeah, really. <laughs> what, what are you not telling me? Well, it reminds me, okay, before my husband started working from home, when he was, you know, he had an office job, and we would chat during the day, I'd send him, you know, basically text messages over the computer, and I would give him updates on like, how our day was going or what was happening. And when he started working from home, and like, actually coming up at random points in the day, I didn't even realize it. But my perspective, the story I was telling him was... (laughs) Not always accurate. <laughs> you like <laughs> come up in the middle of a math lesson and like, is everything okay? Uh, yeah. I was I mean, I was about to lose it, but no, yeah, we're all fine. It was all him, actually, not me. Wow. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, that was great. That was sanctifying. I
0: bet, yeah. Oh man. To
1: just realize that. Even the way I was seeing it, the story I was telling myself, not to mention the story I was telling others, was maybe a little skewed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, okay, so here's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing summer is for reconnecting with ourselves. Like, so that's kind of the reading aspect, the A aspect of it. You know, we've poured ourselves out all year. And so now we got to refill our own tanks with some good thoughts, some good and true and beautiful for ourselves so that we're ready to go in the fall. But then also we've got reconnecting our relationships inside the family. So with our children, you know, Pam's going to loosen up. I'm taking kids on a date. Whatever you're gonna have a dance party. I'm not having a dance party, but you can have one, Yeah. That's fine.
2: Um, Oh, we were doing just dance before we got on the podcast today.
0: I knew it. I knew you were dancing. I could
2: feel it. Yeah, Um, it
0: it upset me. I got the
2: moves like Jagger, baby.
0: (laughs) Wow. So we have the reconnecting. I'm gonna be responsible and go back to my topic. So the reconnecting of the internal relationship. You know, kids on dates, no steamrolling, all that kind of stuff. And then we have the reconnecting of our homeschool mama community. So if that fell by the wayside, then we're reconnecting with our real local friends that are going to be with us through thick and thin. And we're going to be with them and troubleshooting and decompressing and all that kind of stuff. That's what I'm hearing is that those are like the three areas that we can focus on besides planning our year. Okay, we've all said it. We've all said it now. (laughs) To get our homeschools ready for the fall.
2: (laughs) So we we actually can help with all of this, can't we? We we
0: can. We can help? Yes, we've got it. Oh, how are we going to help? Somebody tell me. (laughs) I
2: can tell you exactly how we can help with that.
0: Oh, please do.
2: I am super excited about this. I am yeah. actually, I'm really excited because I get to fly to Portland this summer.
0: Woo-hoo! Yay!
2: Okay, so this is what's happening. I Do not Do we even have a name for this event? It is the first ever Skolay Sisters online, but not online, retreat. Yes, this is what we mean by this. So what we're going to do this summer, it's going to be July 29th. It's a Saturday and we are going to be holding an online retreat. Mm-hmm. Basically, we're going to all three of us are going to be speaking at various times throughout the day. And you can attend, quote unquote, attend in one of three ways. We are all going to be together in one location, which we are super excited about.
0: We've never done it
2: before. No, mostly me because you guys have met.
0: Yes. Yes. One time. Two years ago? Yeah, yeah. two years.
2: Yeah. So you guys have met. I have never met either one of you guys in person. So no. I'm not 100% sure you really
1: exist, but I'm <laughs> buying the plane ticket anyway. My
0: husband's not either. <laughs> I was
1: gonna say, My husband thinks I'm going to Portland to be mugged. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Does that happen in Portland? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> yes, it's just the person who mugs you looks really weird. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm nervous about going to Portland anyway. Uh, and I don't know what they do with Southerners out there. <laughs> but anyway, so going, going to Portland this summer to meet you guys. And I'm really excited because this, so it's an online retreat. And you can do it in a number of ways. First of all, you can attend by yourself at your home, especially if you're like an INTJ, um, in your pajamas, in front of your computer with your earbuds and a box of chocolate, and uh, you could just sit there and watch, have your husband take the kids somewhere. Mm -hmm. Each of us are going to do a 45-minute talk, and then we're going to have a chat box there. So when I'm doing my talk, Misty and Brandy will be in the chat box and doing Q&A and things of that nature. And then we're also going to have a panel conversation with all three of us going at one time. Uh-huh. Yep. And between the live sessions, we're going to kind of spread them out throughout the day. And between the live sessions, we'll have forum threads going. There will kind of be discussion after the session is over as well when you can gather your thoughts and talk. And you can do this all in your home by yourself. Or what else could you do, Misty?
1: you could also get together with a friend or two or three (laughs) (laughs) and have that time between the talks to process together and apply it and get that kind of local brainstorming with people that know you and your situation. And it's also you processing it uh, with someone who understands. It'd be fun. Mm -hmm. You know, you could also make it. Into an event, if you really wanted to, and reserve um, your church or something, and do this with a bigger, like a, your Scully sisters group or something. You can put put us on the big screen. Put us on the big screen. D- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just don't zoom in too close.
1: <laughs> Just <clears throat> don't post it on social media.
0: I <laughs> can't yeah, really. I don't want to see it. <laughs> put it on widescreen, please. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There really needs to be skinny screen somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll tell you my dream. If I could actually pull off my dream, I know what exactly I would want to do. And that would be to turn it into an away retreat with my group. Now, not everyone's going to be able to pull this off, but I bet at least one group could pull this off if they wanted to. But I would... as Because all you really need is Wi-Fi for this, right? You need a computer yep, just Wi-Fi, with Wi-Fi access. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And so... I think it'd be so fun to actually rent a hotel suite somewhere Ooh. away and like go away on a Friday night with friends. I'm thinking the beach because I live near the central coast of California and I love going over there. And so, you know, driving over there on Friday, having dinner, get you know, checking into a hotel and then having that because most hotels do free Wi-Fi now or they have banquet rooms they'll let you use or whatever. And so then doing that with friends, but then, you know, you can like watch it. And you can have your discussions poolside or down by the beach or I don't know. I just think it'd be fo- totally fun to actually, if someone could pull it off, get away with your friends.
2: That's totally doable. Yeah. Uh, that's what I would do too, if I could. Instead, I have to fly to Portland and be with you guys. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a
0: baby. I to
2: go work.
1: <laughs> I, I want to be in the yeah. beach. Right? We're going we're gonna to have no fun at all this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so
2: three ways to do it, either at home in your PJs kind of thing, or have a few friends, just very informal. Misty was saying that if she were going to do this, what she would probably do is get her friend Kirsty and go to a coffee shop for part of the day and then maybe move to the library for part of the
0: day. Oh, yeah. Because if it's loud, you just listen on your earbuds. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Leave the kids at home. Leave the home and the housework. Get to a different part of town, <laughs>
0: different building. Right. That's probably why I wanted to go to the beach. I just wanted to be as far away from the housework as possible. Yeah. that's <laughs> That was the real point.
2: Now, and if it were me, you know, I probably would not sit and watch in my pajamas because, you know, you can do that, especially if you just can't get away. Something's going on that you just can't. Or you just had a baby. Yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> so I don't want anybody to feel any pressure, not no, like, no, no, like no. it's wrong to sit there and listen in their PJs and chat with us online. Because we're going to have that online chat going and the forum going for those people who can't get away. But if it were me, what we would probably do is take the little church where we do our co-op. And I would like gather up all my co-op girls and see who wanted to come up there. And we would do like boxed lunches or something from the local sandwich shop, you know, where you can order the Mm -hmm. box lunches and have those delivered, you know, sit up there and watch the sessions. They have a big TV in the fellowship hall of the church. And then between the sessions, you know, discuss. And so what are we going to provide for some of these people who want to do this as a group?
0: Well, I love Misty's document that she made or has been working on where she actually sets it up by time zone. So this is what your schedule could look like. You know, if you're on Eastern time versus – because we're on California time or um, Portland time, I guess. I'll just call it California time. Uh, (laughs) We're on Pacific Standard Time when we're doing this. So we'll have to start kind of early for us. But it's like you've worked it out, right, Misty, where it's – if you're on Eastern time, this is a good schedule for you. If you're on Mountain Time, it's a good schedule for you. Didn't you do that? Yes, I did. I love that. You know, if the time falls
1: around a meal time. That's in there and there's time for it. If you're in Pacific time, it might start with coffee. (laughs) But, you know, others might have lunch. The East might end with dinner. The timing, we've worked it out so it fits with any time zone. Right. So people, including us (laughs) on the West
2: Coast, are not having to get up at six in the morning for this. Right. Yeah, because giving Pam something to talk about at six in the morning (laughs) is not going to be a good thing. (laughs) So, okay. So we're going to provide them with the time schedule. And then, so if you're doing this with a group, you're going to get a time schedule. And then you're also going to get uh, discussion questions. Yes.
1: A set of discussion yes. questions so that you can sit around the table or just over coffee with one friend or however you want to do it. Maybe, you know, your good homeschool friend isn't local even, you know, and it, so if, oh. if you wanted to both be doing this and both on your computer and texting you know, or voxing mm. or however just having those prompts and those that time and opportunity to really work it out, hash it out, the practical how this will look for you in your situation. I think that's a big part of the value. And it's not just what, what we're presenting, like it's not new knowledge that you need to get. It's more like figuring stuff out and how to apply it to your mm. life. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's going to be
2: great talks, obviously, but they're also going to be actionable and we're going to be Mm -hmm. able to to take it and make an action plan, put some of this stuff into action for the homeschool year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think you'll be able to do that better if you are able to talk about it with someone. So whether that's our forums or a chat box during it or chatting, texting with a friend or actually being in person with people, uh, we want to just really encourage you to Talk about it
0: while it's in progress. Let's say I just moved to a new town. I don't have any local homeschool friends yet. How do I talk with it? The forum is another option for people. So we are (laughs) going to have options. If you're at home alone and you don't have anybody doing this with you, you still don't have to actually be alone. Right.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, we're all about find your sisters. So we're going to connect you up somehow.
0: That's right. So we're doing this. Is there a theme for all this that ties all these different things together that we're going to be talking about and thinking about on that day?
2: Yeah, we're going to be talking about leading, leadership, leading your homeschool. You know, we have to be leaders because our kids need it. We want our, you know, we're always striving for our kids to be independent. (laughs) Um, But, uh, and we're always striving for our own independence. This, you know, like nudging them out of the nest, but we really need to own the responsibility of homeschooling and lead and I think it's going to make a huge difference in what we're doing in our home you know homeschool independence Heather Woody has a great article where she talks about the myth of homeschool independence that it's not it's just not a, a black or white kind of thing and all or nothing hmm. you have to step up and continue to lead to have it have it be good and palatable
0: and <laughs> you can stand it <laughs> So what if I feel like, well, I'm not really, I'm not really the leader type, you know, I I don't like to be in charge of things. So this doesn't really feel like this topic's a good fit for me. And so what do you say to that? If you're
1: a homeschool mom, you are a leader, whether you like it or not.
0: (laughs) And some of us like it
1: too much, you know, this game rolling. (laughs) And we need to, you know, think about relationships, reconsider how we're leading And then Mm -hmm. others need to step it up or, you know, just recognize that this is the role. This is the job they've taken on. And there are ways to do that. They don't have to become a different sort of person. You can be a leader without steamrolling people, without being that kind of person, without being a take charge kind of person. You can still be a leader and you still need to be a leader. Just it might look different, but it's still a reality. Okay. Yeah, and if you look back at the topics we hinted
2: at—relationships, masterly and activity, working with personality types—I think there's going to be something there for both sides of that coin. There's going to be something there for the steamrollers who feel like, "Oh, I'm large and in charge," but there's also going to be something there for the people who are like, uh, "Well, d- don't tell me to lead. I don't need to be this way." I, you know, there's going to be something for both groups.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I hadn't thought about it before. You, just something about what you just said made me think, well, masterly inactivity really is the art of leading in a very not obvious way. Yeah. <laughs> mm. so. Leading on the sly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I actually like that. Leading on the sly.
2: <laughs> Great name for a talk.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Misty. I almost <laughs> forgive you for giving away my whole talk in three seconds. <laughs>
2: I think there's going to be something there. I know there's going to be something there for everyone. I kind of wish that I could just sit and watch this, but.
0: (laughs) Yeah, really. So all of this is to say we are really excited about this. We think it's going to allow School A Sister groups to have an event without spending a ton of time planning an event Without having to like hire speakers or fly people in or any of the things, which also keeps down your costs and it lets you focus on the main thing, which is your relationships and then your own processing of all the things, right? Yeah. So we hope you guys come. So we're going to have what? We're going to have a page that we need to link people to? How about com slash lead? Okay. So that's the page where you can go to get a few more details and to sign up. All right. So is there anything else we need to cover? I don't think so. No. I'm
1: excited about doing it. It'll be fun to be with you guys in person. And I think that'll make the energy and excitement of the event so fun. Definitely.
0: It's actually really hard for me to believe that after all these years, we all get to be together in the same room at the same time. It'll
1: be crazy. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: So good. Plus, we get to see Portland. That'll be fun, too. Without micro brews. <laughs> Why no micro brews? Because
1: <laughs> that's what Brandy said. Brandy said She'd only go to Portland if I didn't make her drink micro brews. And I don't know what else you do in Portland. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did I say that? Yes. I forgot they said that.
1: <laughs> okay, so
2: I have a question. Are micro brews the same as craft beers? Yes. Oh. Well, what's wrong with craft beer?
0: I think I was probably just making fun of Portland. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm really, really, really looking forward to this, and I, I feel like we are planning the event that we would each love for our own groups, and so I think it's going to be really great for the Scalat Sister groups that choose to take advantage of it. So we hope you'll join us. Yeah, come on over. It slash Scalaisteristers.com/lead.
2: And we'll see you this summer.
0: That's it for today. And that's not just it for today, that's it for this season. Normally we'd say, we'll talk to you in the fall, but instead we hope we'll be talking to you in July when you come to our online, but not online, leadership retreat. Before we say farewell, we want you to hear from one last Sculley a sister who we met at GHC in Texas in February.
1: I'm Amy Rodocker, and I listen to Sculley sisters mostly because I can connect with women who I feel like I can relate to in my homeschool journey. And it's just so encouraging to me to hear other moms talking. Also helps me to get book
0: recommendations. I love all the book recommendations from it. Thank you, Amy, for listening and enjoying our books with us and being a part of the Sisterhood of the Podcast. We'll catch you back in the fall with season four. And the lineup is going to be wonderful. Until then, we want to remind you once again that homeschooling is a marathon you needn't run alone. So open up your eyes and look around you. Find your sisters. Because it's too lazy to use that little scroll wheel. It's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: makes my finger hurt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you for For editing, (laughs) Brandy.
0: Just thanking me in advance. Thank you. (laughs) I'll be cutting that too.